Brendan Laney, Laney, former, of course, Scotland international, will be happy as Larry uh, with this morning's result, no doubt. Uh, uh, Buff, mate, I, I thought Steve Borthwick taking over as the England coach meant that they were going to be strong up front and do the basics well. Um, if you can't do that, what, what have they got? Well, yeah, it was really quite a, an amazing performance from, from France. But, yeah, England didn't show up, did they? they were, I was quite blown away by how, well, unexcited they looked, really. Um, but, gee whiz, the French looked bloody awesome, didn't they? Um, you know, they just looked so polished. That was probably the most polished the French performance I've seen in, in Six Nations for years. And you know, I think it's 18 years since I've won them and um, Twickenham, so... You know, pretty awesome performance, and, and uh, yeah, the English will they'll be uh, they'll be certainly licking their wounds. Um, and then they've got another big one up next with with Ireland, so next best team in the world. So gee whiz, what a what a couple of weeks for them. Well, I was saying to Marshy uh, before that you know I, I kind of thought when Steve Borthwick took over. He he got a bit of a free hit with Italy and Wales, um, but the real test was going to be France and Ireland, and I, I just wonder, you know, because I looked at his uh, talked to a few guys over in England, people like Chris Foy, Martin Gillingham. They said, look, uh, he'll do the basics well. His strength is, you know, forward play. Um, it'll be boring. It won't be exciting, uh, but that they'll do that well. Uh, but it, look, you know, based on what we've sort of seen there, I mean, it doesn't even look like they're uh, good enough to, to do that against the best teams. And if you can't do that, what have you got? Well, in, in the old adages, it starts up front, doesn't it? Um, you know, you have all the best backs in the world, but if your forwards don't give you some ball to play with, and uh, like Darren Morris, was re- who was commentating, and he said exactly that himself. He said, you know, the ball that Marcus Smith and his backs got was pretty average. Um, but you've got to you've got to hand it the French. They they didn't let them get much ball, and 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 the ball they did get wasn't great. So. Um, yeah, I think Borthwick would be pretty pretty gutted um, because I think he was he was probably expecting to go quite well against the French, but that's that's an absolute shellacking, isn't it? It really is. Fifty odd points in a Test match is, is a hiding, and in Six Nations at home for 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 England at Twickenham, um, that'll be yeah, that is a huge loss. Hey, Buff, great great to hear from you, mate, and thanks for joining us. Um, I guess. It actually warms my heart hearing that, to be perfectly honest. Anyway, <laughs> it is England at Twickenham and nothing, nothing better than um, beating them up in their own patch. Oh, I love it. But <laughs> even, even if it is the French. <laughs> but, um, Absolutely. Hey, uh, mate, you must be pretty happy with the way your former international side's going. Scotland under Gregor Townsend. Now, it looks like him and uh, Finn Russell have well and truly um, kissed and made up and they've, they've got their relationship back on track and Boy, they, they, they just look a really well-balanced side, really well-led um, up front and, and also, you know, really uh, strike power in the back line as well. Yeah, totally, Marcy. You did right, mate. Like, it's, it's been really cool to watch them, watch them go and I think it's just like the way they're actually playing too, the style of game they're playing. And, and yeah, you know, having a guy like Finn in the this, in this side, you know, on, yes, they definitely have had to make up because we're... Or, uh, they weren't liking each other there for a while. <laughs> I know Tony, yeah. uh, Tony's got pretty pretty strong opinions about how he wants his team to play, and obviously Finn wasn't fitting that fitting that mould. So, but gee, was he's playing some bloody good rugby at the moment, and uh, 
and and just the guys around them, um, you know, they all seem to be understanding the game really well, and and he's got good cattle in there up front, uh, giving them good pull. So I I just really love the, the unpredictability of it too. You know, like you, uh, they have to watch Finn Russell in particular because they don't know what he's going to do, and um, and it's, and it's giving guys around them a bit of space. But but their whole game plan seems to be fitting quite nicely, and and they got guys in positions that. Just seem to be look like they're, they're they're understanding the game really well and it's working. So it's been really good to watch. So balancing all that out, you know, probably the most impressive side in the last calendar year, uh, and that's including the French, has been Ireland. Um, are they capable of beating Ireland? Do you think? Oh, definitely capable, uh, but they're going to have to take every opportunity they get because the uh, the Irish, as we know, won't give them many. Um, it's going to be a hell of a tough test match. Um, the Irish are pretty keen to, to to keep their run going as well. Um, and you know, look, Six Nations is such a funny. It's a funny championship. Um, the passion involved in it. The Scottish really do get up to play against Ireland, but they're going to have to get right up because this Irish side has been playing some really good football. And once again, they seem to be a team that just. Everyone seems to know their role and, and they're working really well together and they're, and they're playing some great rugby. So, uh, look, I, I, I think they can, but they're going to have to take every opportunity they get and um, and they're going to have to have 15 guys play extremely well um, to beat the Irish because uh, Ireland won't give them any opportunities and um, and they'll have to grab everyone. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a I don't have a dog in the race um, tomorrow morning, mate. But I, I hope that Scotland win because that means it goes all down to the last weekend with three teams who have all got one loss each, and it means that the Irish are going to have to be well and truly up against England. And we, you know, I'd love to see another fifty points. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, look, at that, and that's, it's it's a, it's an awesome competition like that. You know, if it did go down to the wire like that, and like said, Ricardo, it'd be awesome if you know if everyone's had a loss and and it just uh, makes the championship that more exciting. Uh, well, look, I, I really do think uh, Scotland have got an opportunity to, to do well um, and and win this game. Um, Ireland will be really, like I said, really tough to beat, but. You'd have to say the Scottish boys have been playing some fantastic rugby, and um, and obviously they look like they've been enjoying themselves, and uh, and everyone seems to know their role. So I think it makes it a hell of a test match. Um, if you put aside the results um, of the championship, just the test match alone, I think it's going to be an absolute pooler. So I'm looking forward to uh, my sky in it. I don't think I'll be getting up at four in the morning, but. Um, and uh, and watching them with, with my breakfast, so I'm looking forward to it. Hundredth <laughs> uh, test for Stewie Hogg tomorrow as well. That's uh, that's going to give them a another reason to get up, surely. Yeah, absolutely. He's a pretty inspirational leader for them, and he's probably one of their biggest players. Um, and he's played some great rugby. Really, he has a hundred test matches in anybody's anybody's team. Uh, he played for your country a hundred times. It's just outstanding effort, and, and uh, you know. He's, Stuart Hogg's just been, he's been one of the most attacking weapons. He's a hell of a good fellow by all, all counts. I know Corey Finn speaks really highly of him. And, um, and I know he's pretty important for this for this uh, Scottish side. So it'll be um, you know, a great occasion for him. And wouldn't it be awesome if they could go out and, and get a result on his 100th too? That'd just, that'd just top it off for him. Well, we've, we've warmed you up nicely, mate, for the last five or six minutes. And... Um... We've we've been pretty uh, easy on you, so now we have to dig into the nitty gritty. <laughs> what the hell is going on with the Islanders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, average. Eh? Um, 
Gee, I uh, I wish I had um, I wish I had uh, the answer for that one. Look, I, I was I was lucky enough to be in the in the change rooms after the game when they played the Blues, and they were pretty they were pretty hurting. They were hurting a lot after that that mm. performance, and you know that that Blues side played extremely well. But then to come up against a, a Crusader side. Um, as we all know, that's um, you know come off a loss. Um, they tend to really put the uh, put the effort on themselves, and then they and then they tend to put the effort on the on the opposition they're playing. And, and when you when you got three All Blacks sitting on the bench, or not sitting, sorry, not even sitting on the bench, you know, watching the game because uh, mm. of these rest periods, um, it makes it extremely tough for a Highlander side who, who haven't got a lot of stars in there. So um, look, they actually played not too bad against the Chiefs. So I'll, I'll give them the due that. They defended extremely well, and you know, Chief chucked heaps at them. Um, but it just showed the bit of class that the Chiefs have got, haven't they? They uh, scored a couple of really nice tries. Sean Stevenson, man, if that boy's um, not wearing an All Black jersey later in the year, he'll be very surprised. Um, yep. And Damien McKenzie in the team is just playing some extremely good rugby. And and um, but once again, the Chiefs just seem to be a side that that seem to know all their roles early on in the competition and. Uh, now, Donald Millen's got them going really well. It's been really good to watch. I think probably, Buff, the hard thing for me to, to fathom and, and, to, and, and to try and basically accept is, look, I, I agree it was an, a, a, an improved performance, but, but hearing the, the, the sort of uh, the coach and a few of the players saying, you know, we're, you know, we're proud of the effort, and we, you know, we were in the fight, and you know, we did this and that well. At the end of the day, mate, it's still a, it's still not a close contest, and and that's not kind of in the Highlanders' DNA. Like they're if they're getting beaten, they're usually really pissed off, and it, it did worry, it does worry me a little bit whether or not they are accepting that they haven't got the depth and the talent, and and that it's like, oh well, you know, we're in the fight because. That's not going to get them any results this year, really. That's what my mindset is. Do you feel the same way, or are you thinking differently? You see positives out there. No, look, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and 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 you know, look, any team in any position, like uh, you know, they get three losses under their belt, but you know, they've been reasonably decent losses too. You know, like you said, okay, yeah. it was a, they did some positive stuff. But yeah, it was still thirty points, wasn't it? Um, mm. And you know, I do. I see uh, Dooms uh, mentioned that uh, you know they're a bit gutted that um, obviously the the performance, but they were they've been looking at the the other end of the competition, especially the way they've rested the All Blacks and stuff like that. And those first three games are always going to be really tough. Well, you want to win competitions, you got to yeah. play the best, and you got to beat them all. Um, so you know that attitude's. Um, they're going to have to change that really bloody quick because um, it's not going to... And waiting for later on down the track <laughs> ain't going to work because um, they're going to come up against other teams in this competition and who are going to give them heaps. And uh, and that, that losing thing becomes a bit of a habit too. I, I know it's yes. not only early doors for them, but it does become a habit. So, you know, they're going to get in certain situations and think, oh, no, not again. So... Yeah, it's 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 really tough to watch, and I agree with you. I think they're going to have to change their mindset pretty bloody quickly, otherwise, uh, yeah, they could be sitting under their post a wee bit more. And that, and and you know, add a few more injuries. I think there was ten guys they listed there on on Friday night that they didn't have plan or who were injured. So yeah, you add that on as well. It's going to make a hell of a long year if uh, if things continue that way. Yeah, it will, mate. It will. Um, I've got to say, I, I ask you about this, and I, I've talked about it a couple of times, but the first two games. 
after the first two games where uh, the Highlanders shipped 50 points, Billy Harmon was interviewed post-match both times, and he said he thought they defended well. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, I know he wasn't involved, but I'm guessing he must have been absolutely fizzing about that performance on Friday night then. Yeah, yeah, well, defence is not always going to win you a game, is it? And, and like you said, defending well, getting 50 points dreamed in you is not, not exactly great defence, is it? Um, yeah, look, it's it's a really tough one. Look, and, and I suppose internally, uh, you know, he's one of the leaders, Billy, and he's been playing extremely well. Um, and he'll be, he'll be um, you know, defence is a pride thing too, you know. You don't want to let, let teams in the way they have. Um so yeah, they'll be really disappointed. They will be, um, but they've got to they've got to try and sort of hang on to those positives that, that they've got now. Um, yeah, like you said, Ricardo, but if, if defence is what they're hanging on to, then uh, 50 points ain't always uh, ain't going to work, is it? So it's a bit um, but hard, hard to watch at the moment. But fingers crossed, they can get um, they can get a bit more positivity back in their play and, and score some tries because they need to really. For me, it looks like their attack is actually lacking a touch. That's yep. that's they're creating many opportunities, and that's what they've got to do. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem to be all uh, you know. The game plan is get the ball to Thomas Umanga Jensen and hope he gets an offload. Yeah, and and they can't rely on one guy like Thomas, and who's don't get me wrong, is playing outstandingly well, but they they just can't rely on that, can they? Um, they've got to create more opportunities. Um, maybe and look, I'm, we've been we've been lucky with the Highlanders. And having Branny involved, that they've tried different moves and they've come up with different uh, attack strategies. We've been um, quite surprised about if that's the right word, you know. So we've always seen the, the Highlanders try something. Well, that's been lacking uh, in the last three games, in particular. So without being too hard on the boys, but it's easy when you're sitting on the, on the uh, couch with a beer in your hand, but. Because um, there's certainly you can't you can't fault their their attitude. You know, talking to them afterwards, they they're trying their guts out. But yeah, it makes it tough to watch when they are getting bloody thirty points put on. That's for sure. Yeah, well, you got to, uh, last year they won eight to get to, into the finals. Uh, they've got the force at home this coming weekend, and I think they've got a, maybe about an eight day turn turnaround. So uh, that's that's a must win, isn't it? Have to be, yeah, absolutely have to. At home, like you said, the force who are no mugs either. They're playing some good rugby too. Don't worry, um, and they'll be pretty keen. They'll be. They'll have seen the results that the Hondas have had, and they know, they know they're going to get uh, a fantastic track to play on. And it's always an entertaining game against the force. But gee, these Hollander boys, they need um, they need some points early to get their confidence going. And uh, and then they need to really uh, really put a result on the board because uh, they're desperate for it. To go forward. Well, the good thing the, is uh, would be horrendous. Sorry, Buff, but uh, <clears> the good <throat> thing is the game is in Inver Vegas. A lot of those, a lot of those yeah. Perth boys won't even know that place exists. They'll be like, where the hell are you going? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's oyster season too. Get them some oysters for for, yeah. for your uh, pregnant people, mate. <laughs> Away laughing. Hey, well, Buff, thanks very much for coming on and having a chat, mate. I'll, I'll leave you with this thought: England ten, France fifty three. Hopefully, that puts a, a smile back on your face as we finish. Absolutely outstanding. Hey, nice talking to you guys. Go well, mate. Uh, Brendan Laney there with us on the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run.